called in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. Nick, what, hey. you, what you drinking? Uh, you know, I am actually drinking City of Byron Center tap water tonight. That's shocking. Yeah, say, um, I'm just going to get my I, drink. One second. Keep sure. going. It's not because I don't have Bud Light with me. Uh, I do. Um, if you listen to our past episodes, there's some, you know, I've been struggling with some weight loss things. So today I, I woke up and said, I'm just going to do this. Right. So um, it's not, I'm not cutting out beer forever. I'm doing a 10 day cleanse that my, my wife and I agreed that we're going to give it a, give it a shot. Um, to be honest, I have a buddy that listens to us quite a bit. Um, he's been doing it. I'm very proud of him. He, he told me how much you lost. And I was like, shit, if you're losing that, like I'm bigger than you. Like, let me, yeah, see, if I, let me see if I can give this a shot. 10, 10 rough days. And then um, there's some steps up after that. So at least I'm in a guide of where I need to be. So that's really guys. It's not that I'm not trying to be a drinker. Uh, I'm just trying to maybe, maybe have an extra episode or two in life with you guys. Well, <laughs> last week I had tea. So, I mean, yeah. sometimes we don't, drink brews yeah, and, I, and i tell you guys you know i mean this we are bucks and brews we're still drinking brews just tonight i i'm trying to care about me for once well i'm, I'm gonna pick it up for you i'm proud of you what are you drinking from uh new holland i have ichabod pineapple ale pineapple ale pumpkin even <laughs> thank jesus you say you was like I, you know what i was thinking of too i had a pear beer this weekend yeah and mike and i kept <laughs> making jokes that i was drinking peach beer so i, I have a new holland ichabod pumpkin ale because i can't tell the difference because i'm a moron and from shorts i have soft parades fruit ale to tell you how much of like an alcoholic i'm not um you said ichabod and yeah. i was like oh it's a great pumpkin beer yeah. and then you said pineapple and i was like i didn't know they made a pumpkin pineapple like this is and i know you don't like pineapple i which don't is like pineapple like, which is even better so, like, this is great um guys hit us with yeah as always like subscribe share tell your friends tell your family appreciate you listening to us um tonight we have a we have a guest um because we want to talk about investing um and say so he's going to give you a little bit about what he does uh what he's done and uh jeff are thanks for joining us are you drinking anything tonight i'm i'm drinking iced tea right now sweet tea there you go i, I love all, all beers i'm more of a liqueur guy i love kalua bailey's I just don't like the hard stuff like, you know, tequila, uh, whisk, scotch, yeah. those kind of things. And that's probably why I lived to 76, because I didn't like those things. Oh, man. So I think I'm definitely going to only last till like 12. Yeah, I'm not going to live to 76. <laughs> yeah. uh, is, you know, well, the question was asked to me the other day about uh, about a drink or something. And they're like, oh. Nick, do you drink this? And I was like, is there alcohol in it? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, if people ask, like, I'm not a huge tequila guy, but I will drink you know margaritas like crazy. I lived in Germany for 10 years. They basically don't have a drinking age in Germany. Yeah. My daughter used to go to this really cool club called Kristall that was like a half mile walk from where all the 
Americans lived in Kaiserslautern, Germany, and you could go in there and they'd serve. They didn't card anybody. The basic drinking age in Germany was two marks. If you had two marks, you were in the club and they didn't care. There you go. Germans handle alcohol well. They don't need stupid laws like we have, you know? Yeah, let's say we, we make we make dumb decisions and we don't have yeah. any public transportation. We so don't handle can, anything well. How come they can draft you at 18 and you can't have a beer till you're 21? That's a bunch of bullshit. I would agree with I, that. I say I agree. Um so Jeff, you're you're an investor. You yes. are are you still currently doing it? Oh yes, I am more than ever. <laughs> more than ever. I like hearing that. that. Say. So I, I tell mean, us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and uh okay. Uh, I was born in New York City. I went out to college at the University of Arizona, shocking my parents because I'd never been further west than Philadelphia. I went from uh, Tucson. I got a degree in government history, which was a total waste of time. Thank God I didn't incur a lot of student loans doing that. Then I went to Las Vegas and got uh, a degree in accounting that really paid off for me. And then I luckily got hired by the U.S. Army as an auditor, and that enabled me to live overseas for 17 years. I lived 10 years in Germany, and I actually developed my investing program 10 miles south of the DMZ in South Korea. I basically stumbled on, I loved investing for a long time. Uh, if we have time, I'll tell you my original story of investing, which I'll tell it. It's, it's short and Go sweet. For it. When I was eight years old, I lived in Ramsey, New Jersey, a little town of 7,000 people. The Erie Lackawanna Railroad ran through the center of town. It was the classic four-track railroad, freight trains in the middle, commuter trains to and from New York City on the edges. Well, I love trains for God knows what reason. So, I remember my dad would bring home the newspaper and every day I'd look at everything in the newspaper. And I noticed that Erie Lackawanna had a stock and it was selling for two and five eighths. Back then they sold them in fractions, not decimals. So I thought to myself, hey, I have $300 in the, my savings account. I could buy a hundred shares of Erie Lackawanna for $262. Well, unfortunately, my dad only saw the bad side of the Great Depression, you know, which I'm sure was pretty rough. And he said, oh, my God, don't ever invest a nickel in the stock market. You lose everything, blah, blah, blah. Well, unfortunately, you know, my dad followed that philosophy religiously. So he never had a chance to leave us a nickel from investing. But I beg, you know, I begged him enough. And, and finally, I gave up. I woke up Christmas morning go down to our basement, and my dad had bought me a model train set. I was ecstatic, best Christmas ever. Then I go to my Christmas stocking, and somehow or other, my dad had managed to buy me five shares of Erie Lackawanna stock at two and five-eighths. Because back then, I thought everything was 100 share round lots, you know, that you didn't have easy trading back then. Yeah. So I, thought, I didn't think much about it. Well, the following summer, the Penn Central Railroad bought the Erie Lackawanna and redeemed every share of Erie stock for $16. Wow. I got a check for $80. And I'm thinking to myself, if my dad had let me buy 100 shares of stock 
I would have gotten a check for $1,600 in 1955, and that would have been all the money in the world to an eight-year-old. But my dad did me the ultimate favor. He basically branded in my brain that investing was the secret of success for the rest of your life. And so I spent the rest of my literally days searching and searching for the best way to invest. And finally, I found it when I stumbled on a book in a used bookstore by Robert Lachillo called How to, How to Make a Million Dollars Automatically. Catchy title. Yep. Well, he basically invented what is called the AIM investing method or automatic investment management system. And it's basically a contrary method. I'll give you just a quick example of how AIM would work. Say you bought, say you bought a, I, I do it with leaps. I don't know if you're familiar with options and leaps. I do it with leaps because they, they work much better. Let's say you bought a leap for $10 or contract for a thousand, the, the option for $10. You'd set up a simple spreadsheet with 13 columns. Very simple. And then you would say, okay, I bought it at $10. What do I want to buy more at? And of course you want to buy more at a lower price. Yep. So I have found from 20 years experience, you want to buy at a price about 25% lower. So if you bought it at $10, you're going to put in, you want to buy more if the price goes down to $7.50. You're going to buy maybe three or you know three or four more contracts because I always encourage people to buy 15 when you start. That's a good number to trade. And then you do the same thing with the sell side. I found from experience you got to go a little higher on the sell side. So if you bought it at 10, I would tell you let's sell a three or four contracts at 30% higher. And options will do that. I had one of my clients. He bought, an, he bought an American Express option in the morning at $3.50. By the end of the day, that option had gone to $12.50. So they can spectacularly go up and down. So you set up the spreadsheet, and basically what you do so you don't miss them, you put in a limit buy and a limit sell. So the broker handles, you know, uh, your transactions automatically, you don't have to worry about missing them. And I've found it, it takes like five minutes to update any buy or sell you have. And every time you make a buy or sell, you will change both the next buy and the next sell. It, and it's a simple formula. If you made a buy, obviously your next buy is going to even be lower and your next sell is going to be lower because you've lowered your break-even point. So basically what AIM is, is a sophisticated dollar cost averaging system, but it involves both buying and selling. And the beauty of AIM is it's completely logical and takes the worst enemy of all investors out of play, and that is emotion. Yep. So all I have to do is sit down. I don't worry about Greeks. I don't, any of that bullshit. All I need is a piece of uh, eight and a half by 11 piece of paper in front of me with the aim 13 columns of information and my calculator. And then I can figure out easily how to do it. it, it it's a, it, 
it, it's just a brilliant, brilliant way to invest. How do I know it works? Well, I, I have, you, you see the background of my sunroom where I'm sitting right now because it gets hot in the sunroom because it doubles as a greenhouse some of the time. And, and, and San Antonio has been averaging a hundred degrees for, it seems like the last eight years, you know? So I usually work with no shoes and no shirt. Well, I'm probably the most successful investor who's never worn shoes or a shirt helping investors because I have made a lot of small investors more than $10 million. I say that's good money. Um, how many investors have you helped? You said, I would say I've helped 150 in my lifetime. And the beauty of it is aim. I'll give you my best success story. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can make the most money when you think the country has gone to hell. I had a guy start with 550,000 in January of 2020, the year of COVID. That's when all the factories laid people off. Yep. Everybody gets sent home. You know, it was like pure hell for so many people. Many people died, et cetera, et cetera. Well, my buddy using AIM went from 550,000 in January to 1,750,000 in December for a gain of 1,250,000. And what I was proudest of he didn't know anything in January. He had learned so much from me by June. He did the second half of the year himself. I had taught him so well, he was able to do it himself because I'm old. I, my goal is to teach everybody how to do it themselves. And the beauty of AIM is it's a lifetime investing method. You can mm -hmm. do it forever. And I tell people, you're not just learning it for yourself. When you learn it, you can pass it on to your kids your grandkids, your friends, because more than ever, all of us need an ultimate side hustle, you know? You're not wrong. Quick and simple to do that AI or whatever the hell else is going to come down the road can't replace, you know, won't, you know, you'll never lose your job with AIM. AIM will keep you employed forever. And the beauty of it is, I, I've been writing my newsletter for 30 years. I started, Leaps came along maybe 20 years ago. They didn't exist when I first learned AIM. But once I learned them, they worked perfectly. Why? Because if you look at Leaps, you will find two amazing factors about Leaps. One, they average about 25% the cost of the stock. So if the stock is $100, you can buy the option for $25, okay? Plus, they go up, they have much more volatility than the stock does, so they go up four or five times as fast as the stock does. That's why I guarantee you that day American Express leap went from 350 to 1250, the stock didn't triple, you know, it maybe went up five or 10%. So. The beauty of it is, and what I do it is I do it with leaps. Leaps are a unique form of options that have two important characteristics. One, they have more than a year before they expire. So for example, right now I have everybody in the June, January 17th, 2025 options. And literally within less than two weeks, the 26 options will be issued in the middle of September. And like I said, 
if the stock goes up 2%, the option is very likely to go up 10 or 12%. So you can easily get trades much more frequently and make much higher profits. And to me, a long-term option or leap is absolutely as safe as the stock. I guarantee you Apple leaps are just as safe as Apple stock, but they will make you a lot. I give you a perfect example. I have an in the money portfolio in my newsletter. I started 17 years ago with, with that model portfolio. I'm, I'm a one man band, by the way, I do all this myself, which I find amazing how much I get done. So I write the newsletter every month. Mm -hmm. All I have time for is to look at the price of the option once arbitrarily, usually around the begin fifth or sixth of the month. I write that price down on the model portfolio spreadsheet. Then I use that price to decide if that particular leap has a buy or sell. So it's not the best price or the worst price. It's just a random price. So by spending literally about two hours a month on that portfolio, just Apple alone has gone from 75,000, the model portfolio amount I started with, to 12 million. Because once you get over a million or 2 million, you can't believe how big the compounding becomes because it has averaged, that portfolio in 17 years is up 2,080%. So it has been averaging 100% a year, regardless of what the stock market has been doing for the last 17 years. So, you know, and it's basically gone through two major bear markets, the financial meltdown in eight and nine, and whatever, you, if you want to call the current one, you know? Yeah. And, and here's the other beauty of AIM and, and uh, using it with options. You can, you don't have to have a bull market to be making money. If you have a severe bear market, guess what? AIM works just as good with puts as it does with calls. I've had, and I even started an, a new service in April because I had a lot of people that didn't have enough money to do what I call regular aim, which, you know, usually takes 50 to a hundred thousand to do. They might have two or 3000. So I came up with what I call lean aim. Actually, I first came up with the term naked aim for it. I thought that was a better, my partner didn't like that. So he <laughs> didn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> and the difference is, okay, I'll give you a good example. I had a guy who decided he had 5,000 available. So I told him, let's buy one contract on Tesla at the money on the 2025. Might've been the strike 250 call or something like that. Well, within a month, and then as soon as he bought it for 5,000, we put in a sell for 25% higher. So that meant we put in a limit sell for 6,500. He got that sell a month later. And I've got a binder over here in my sunroom with about 90 lean aim cells. And the average time is about a month. And I tell people, I said, you know, you might not think 25% is gonna get you the retirement you want, but think about this. If you got a way to invest with lean aim that averages a sell, about once a month, if you compound your profits 10 times 
$1,000 grows to $9,300 in less than a year. Yeah. That's an average of 830% a year profit. That's pretty damn good. There's nothing like it out there. Nobody else is doing it. I, I've had amazing, at, 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 and what I find amazing is leaps are totally un, undiscovered by the rest of the world. I remember one day, believe this or not, I looked at an Apple leap, you know, and right at the money, which should have been one of the more popular ones, 150 contracts traded. I was responsible for the trading of 130 of those 150 through me and my clients. Wow. And at least 10 times, I have been the sole market maker on a particular trade at a particular strike price. You look at the volume and you'll see 10. It was my 10. So what you'll find amazing is on a given day, Apple will trade 55 million shares of stock. You look at the option in the money, you're lucky if 50 contracts traded. Mm -hmm. 55 million shares and 50 contracts, you know, so 50 times 100 means like 5,000 options traded versus 55 million. I don't understand that because my slogan I tell all my clients is if you like the stock, you'd love the leap because the leap will make you so much more money. And it's absolutely as safe as owning the stock itself, because with I have a, a formula for doing it right. And it works out beautifully with leaps because it's very easy because they all expire the same day. So if I have somebody in a portfolio of 10 leaps, which is the ideal number, what I'll tell them is, okay, you know, the new ones come out in the middle of September. Sometime around October or November, we're going to roll over those 25 leaps to 26 leaps. Now you've got two years, two months before they expire. You've got plenty of time for the bull market to return. And another amazing fact that a lot of people don't realize is how well stock markets recover after a, a bear market. Like I said, I've been writing my newsletter 30 years. I was begging people in March 2009 to buy stocks back then and leaps because the prices were dirt cheap because mm -hmm. of the total collapse. Well, I stumbled a... Many years later, I got the brilliant idea. I wonder how those stocks were doing 10 years later or 10 years after, which is a great rock group. Yeah. So I looked them up. I can even send that to you if you're curious. So what I did, I looked at the, all the prices I had it from March 09, and I wrote the price in like March 2018 next to it. And I can still remember a couple of them. For example, American Express stock was $11 a share in 09. 10 years later, it was $91 a share. No. Boeing was $32 a share in March 09. 10 years later, it was $360. That's for the stock. I couldn't, I've never found a source for old leap prices, but I can guarantee you the leaps would have gone up if the stock went up a thousand percent, the leap would have gone up five thousand percent at least. So you know, I, I see that pattern over and over and over. So stock markets not only recover from bear markets, 
they go higher. And I'll give you an idea of the original. Here, here's a funny story I found. One of the smartest investors who ever lived is a guy you've probably heard of called Bernard Baruch. Have you ever heard of him? A legendary genius. How do we know he's one of the smarter investors? Because he wasn't one of the guys jumping out windows when the crash of 29 came along. How do we know he still had money? Because in 1931, when the Dow Jones hit its all-time low of 41, I mean, right now it's 36,000, you know? So 41 to 36,000 to me is a bullish trend, you know, long-term. Mm -hmm. Well, Baruch called up his broker in 1931 and said, I want you to buy $10,000 worth of every stock in the Dow Jones Industrial Average, all 30 stocks. So that cost him $300,000 in 1931, probably $10 million today. I don't know. Who knows? His broker told him, you're crazy. And Baruch said, do it. Well, by doing that, and he did that when he was 59, he lived to be 95. He became a multi-multi-billionaire. You know, you think, yeah. you think many people would like to use their way back machine and go back to 1931 and buy a few shares? Oh, you absolutely. Know? So I tell people, and so my basic strategy when I'm doing AIM, since, you know, I'm a contrary guy, buy low, sell high, I look for stocks that have fallen out of favor. Like there's a, you know, a segment might be out of favor. And so the stock goes down to its 52 week low. Cause I love to tell people, I said, you might not think about this, but think, but think about it. I'm gonna plant this thought in your brain. Every stock has a 52 week high and a 52 week low next to it. You know, go to Yahoo Finance, for example, and you can quickly see if the if if a stock you're thinking of buying is at or near its 52 week low i mean like right now i'm screaming to tell people disney's at a 6 year low you can get a leap on disney at a, for less than $5 so you could buy a contract for $500 you know hold it for a year or so and i guarantee you make the 25% profit on it you know uh so over and over, you know, it, 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 I, and I tell people, I say, you know, for some reason, options have always had a bad reputation. And I don't quite understand why. And I mean, have you ever heard of a financial analyst with 16 Series 7 licenses ever telling somebody to buy an option? They want to sell you an annuity or a mutual fund because they make a higher commission. Yep. You know, you know what it's going to cost you to buy 10 contracts on a lean aim option? It's going to cost you $6.50. That's because it isn't even a commission anymore. Right. So, I mean, you can't even get a Big Mac for that. You know what I mean? Who's uh, saying, who are, who are you buying through, I guess? Um, I, I use E-Trade as my, my broker. E-Trade, okay. Yeah, you got to open... A stockbroker account and get I, with most brokers, it's called C Series Two permission, which just means you can buy and sell options up to the amount of money in your account. So if you put ten thousand in there, you could buy up to ten thousand worth of options. Sure. You know, we don't do anything fancy. I'm not doing iron condors and 
butterflies and all this weird crap. I don't ever use a Greek. I don't need to. And when people ask me, what, what technical analysis do I use? I go, I use the price of the stock and the leap. I don't need to worry about, it, you know, there's plenty of other people, probably a lot smarter than me. And every day I see articles recommending a stock. And when they recommend one, and I think I like it, I go and do a, two minutes of research on Yahoo Finance. I see if it's at or near its 52-week low. And then there's an amazing trick. I don't know if you know this one. Did you know if you go to Yahoo Finance, you can actually see how the leap itself has performed for like the last six months or year? No, no, didn't know that. Okay. It, 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 I can quickly show you if you you can get want to get on your computer. Yeah, sure. But I, I just, it's really simple. You go, let's say you type in Apple, you know, or on, on Yahoo Finance. Okay. Okay. APPL. You'll, you'll see, okay. Or AAPL, right? Yeah. AAPL, right. Yep. Okay. It always defaults to the summary page for the stock. Yep. Now, what you have to do, for some reason, it defaults to 1D, so you'll see a chart for one day, which is useless. Yep. I always click on a year, and I look at the chart, you know, okay. and immediately you will see peaks and valleys, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Then I look, I look down the first column underneath the chart, and I look for the 52-week high and low, right, right there for me to see. You know, I I, I think yep. Apple's not quite at its high, but it's it's not very low right now. It's currently at one eighty two. Its low is one twenty four, and its high is one ninety eight. Yep. Yeah, you go. So, I, I own Apple myself right now. Let, now let me show you the leaps license. I call it the leaps license plate. Okay, click on options right above the chart. <laughs> And you you see that? Yep. Like a blue option word up there. Yep. Right above the chart in that row. Yep. Okay. Click on that and you will see Yahoo Finance defaults to the shortest term option, which I believe is September 1st or 3rd or something. Okay. What you want to do, go to the that date box where you see the September uh option and you see a down arrow. Mm -hmm. Click on that down arrow and you'll see a drop down menu and then click on January 17th, 2025. See that? Yep. yep. Okay. So now you're in the options. Okay. Uh, I, again, I, I hope I'm not insulting your intelligence. No, go right ahead. We're learning. Okay. But the ones at the top you'll see are in like a light blue color. That means they're in the money which means the strike price is higher than the, the stock price. Okay. So I look for ones right about at the money. So I go where, about where the blue ends and the white begins. So okay. scroll down a little. So, okay, if it's 180, let, for the hell of it, we'll say, let's go down and find, say, the 180 call. Okay. Okay, you see that row. Yep. Okay. You get a lot of good information. You see how many contracts are owned. I think it's around four or 5,000. And you see how many were traded that day. You'll see it's a minuscule number, 40, 50, something like that. Okay. Now, 
here's the way to find the LEAF's license plate or how the option itself has been performing. And I found from experience, six months is a good enough time. So go all the way across to the first column and you'll see these weird looking number letter things that look like a VIN number. You see yep. those? So yep. click on that. It's a hot link that'll show you how the leap itself is done. So click on that. Yep. And, and then when you click on it, a lot of times you have to scroll up a little bit to see the chart. Now, when you scroll up, a lot of times you don't see the chart because, again, it defaults to one day. Right. So go across the top of the chart and click on 6M to see how the leap is done for the last six months. Sure. And and you'll see a lots of peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So I use that all the time. And in two minutes, I can tell somebody if I like a leap they suggested to me or I like or one I like, I, I feel like it's safe to tell them to buy it because it's a good time to buy it. I'm looking for, you know, I've seen a lot of them where, where, where say like Apple went up, but then in the last two months, it went from like 190 to 160, something like that. And I'll say, that's a good, because I said, all it has to do is go back to 190, which it was at a month ago, and you'll get your lean name sell, you know? Boom. Yeah. So you see the volatility that you get with the options. It's just incredible. And again, Yahoo Finance is very easy to navigate. It's free, you know, and you can look up anyone you like in there and decide, you know, if it's a good one for you or not. Isn't that amazing? Very interesting. Yeah. So I, that's what I tell people. I say, I, I point out all these tips to my clients, you know, and uh, I use them too. I, you know, and, and believe me, I am a pretty much a tech dummy. So uh, I, I just learned that by accident, I must've accidentally clicked on it one time. And then I saw how it worked and I kept it in my brain to use forever and ever. <laughs> so there you go. And get this here. Here's an amazing fact. CBO, Chicago Board of Equity, used to print a list of all the leaps when they came out. Mm -hmm. For unknown reasons to me, they stopped doing that. Literally, I have to create my own list of all the leaps to have a master list of about 500 leaps that are available, you know, to use with AIM. And the thing that saved me is what I basically do, what, when the 26 has come out, I'm going to pull up my 25 leaps on one screen on my computer. And then I'm going to go to Yahoo Finance again, and I'm going to look at every one of the 25s to see if they have 26s. And that will become my new master list. Takes me about four or five hours. I don't know why they stopped doing it. I, I, it's almost like they don't want you to buy leaps. They don't make it easy to get information on them. Sure. You know? and, I, and I don't understand that, you know. So I'm glad I discovered them because I've got my average investor is somebody in their 40s or 50s who hasn't saved a nickel towards retirement and is panicking, you know. Mm -hmm. I tell them, you know, aim is the way to do it. And I have a, a good trick for this because 
The only disadvantage of AIM is it's all short-term gains, short-term capital gains. Yep. So what you want to do is do all your AIM investing inside a Roth IRA so you'll never pay any future taxes on all those profits. And sure. I guarantee you, you do Roth for 10 years, you'll have a couple hundred thousand in that Roth and you can keep compounding away at 25, 50, 100% a year forever and never pay taxes on it. You know, that's the way to do it. You know, so there's a few little tax loopholes for us small guys take full advantage of them, you know? And so I, I pass on all these, there's even a tip. If you have a regular IRA, I have an article that explains how to backdoor a regular IRA into a Roth IRA. Mm. So I tell people, you know, cause I mean, even a regular IRA, you're deferring taxes for a while, but once you retire and start taking the money out, they're going to want taxes. So uh, I'd say, you know, you're still better off changing to a Roth if you can, you know, and even right now you can put in, you know, 7,000 a year, I think on a Roth, something like that. Yep. But, you know, it, it's a very clever tool. Get this, this one billionaire who founded one of the big he might have founded netflix or something like that and guess what this guy does you want to hear the ultimate tax dodge hmm. he hasn't get this he has a roth ira with over five billion dollars in it you know what he did he would he said i can contribute seven thousand well you know what he would contribute he set up all these private companies and valued the stock at one penny. So he would put in, you know, 700,000 shares of the stock at one penny into the Roth. And then suddenly that stock would go public and now it's selling for $10. Sure. And all of that gain is tax free because it's in his Roth. Wow. Is it? There's a lot of tricks out there I've, I've learned through the years. You know, and so, I mean, maybe we can't do that, but geez, you know, wouldn't you like to have one or two million in a Roth that's never going to be taxed again? I mean, definitely. I yeah, see, it'll. So, I mean, there's a lot of tricks out there, and I've tried to learn all of them and pass them on to all my investors because, you know, I tell people, I said, I've never seen economic life as hard as it is now. And I honestly don't see any major breakthrough that's going to come along and suddenly we're going to return to the Garden of Eden. You know what I mean? Right. So I tell people, I say, you know, if you're worried about your job getting replaced by artificial intelligence, you need, you know, aim, you start doing aim and make millions with aim, it will never get replaced with artificial intelligence. Plus, when you're doing investing, you can take your laptop to the beach. Mm -hmm. you, you know, I mean, the, the guy I helped make the $1.25 million, he used to live in Portland, Oregon. And he, he had to have a, he had colon cancer and had to get a tube in his stomach, the poor guy. He had a horrible life, you know? Well, I made him so much money he was able to build a custom home in Mexico and live there with his wife. He had everything he wanted over there, you know, 
So my whole goal in life is to help other people. I've never really gotten rich myself off of this because I take care of my family. They always come first. But I loved, you know, helping him. And I've helped so many other people with, you know, make 10. When you're helping people, if you made $10 million for them over your lifetime, is mm -hmm. the way yeah. I view, you know, and so, you know, and I teach them a valuable skill that's simple to learn, you know, it's not hard. And basically what I do for my clients, I charge very reasonable rates, you know, and what I do, my key area to help them is I look up the price of about 150 leaps every day. That's a lot of work. Let me tell you, I've, I've, I've figured out some shortcuts, whatever, you know, and I've got some leaps that are so good. I have three or four people in the same stock and strike price, you know, whatever. So I only have to look it up once. So I might have 10 different prices on Apple, depending on who the investor is. So I, I look up Apple on my phone and E-Trade and I write down those 10 prices. So I can look up about 150 in maybe an hour and a half, mm -hmm. you know, then I pray and I've, you know, tried to beat into their thick little skulls, please tell me when you have a buy or sell. Because the secret of AIM is you got to take action immediately. You know, if your leap goes from, you know, if your leap hits your $20 sell price, and now you will have a profit of, you know, $5,000. Well, guess what? If you don't, if you never put in the limit sell, and I called you or texted you and begged you to, you know, to do it. Uh, you're not going to get that profit, right. you know, because the price is, that's why you like them. They are volatile, but that means what goes up will come down if you don't take action on it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, over and over, but aim is so forgiving. I've had many stupid people in, in my opinion who didn't make a sell you know, when I told them and that cell hung around for two or three days and I finally got the cell form. I can't tell you how many times I said, you know, like, hey, Charlie, you have a cell at $10, you know, on Monday. I don't hear from Charlie. I look to, to Tuesday, Charlie, you have a cell for $10 and 50 cents, even higher on Tuesday. I don't hear from Charlie. Charlie, you have a sell at $11 on Wednesday. And then finally, Charlie contacts me and he says, oh, I never put in the limit sell. I said, that's okay, Charlie. Your mistake has made you higher profits because now what you're going to do is make a market sell tomorrow morning when the market opens at $11 and you're going to get an extra $1,000 profit. So AIM is the most forgiving way of investing I have ever seen. You know, it allows people to be stupid at times and still make even more money. Uh, I, I'm flabbergasted by that at, at times, but it, it it's consistently worked. I've never seen a period over the 35 years I'm doing this where it failed. It just doesn't fail because the nature of the stock market is I tell people, I said, I said, 
think of the stock market as the best roller coaster you ever rode in your life. We have one here in San Antonio called the Rattler, and it is spectacular. And it always has long lines. Why does it always have long lines? Because it's exciting and thrilling. Why is it exciting and thrilling? Because it goes up and it goes down. It just doesn't go sideways. You know, if it went sideways all the time, who the hell would ever ride it? Right. So I tell people, you know, I said, don't be shocked and start crying when you notice that all the stocks and leaps are going down. That's part of the process. If you study the stock market for like 100 years, you will find 50% of the time the market has been bullish, about 20% of the time it's been bearish, and the other 30% of the time it's been sideways, pretty much sideways. But what I have found from experience with leaps, don't try and lump them all into one big basket. Because what I have found is regardless of whether the market overall is bullish or bearish, you will get a period of a week or so when the, suddenly everything goes up for a week or two. And since you only need a 25% gain to get the sell on lean aim, or you know roughly 25% on regular aim, your leap will move enough to give you a sell and then maybe go back you know, again. So uh, I mean, I mean, because I haven't seen any roaring bull markets since April, I can tell you overall, mm -hmm. yet I've got a binder with 90 cells where the person's leap went up at least 25% on average within a month. That binder probably contains $150,000 in profits. And that's like 500 here, 2000 there, over and over, you know, so I think I've proven to the world that this way of investing works. And let me give you one other great uh, bear story. You know, I, I, I have a guy, he, he was one of my investors, okay? And, and I'll preface it with this. There's two basic type of investors. And if you ever watched Star Trek, you saw them. There's Mr. Spock, who is entirely logical, and then there's Bones McCoy, who is the most emotional wreck you'd ever want to see. So I used to kid people and I'd say, you know, Captain James Kirk owns a stock and it goes way down. Bones would come running in there and going, confound it, Jim, sell the damn thing before we lose 100%. You know, it's, a, it's down 40%, you know, sell it. And Spock would go, Jim, that's not logical this is a very good company. It's just because of the overall economic conditions, COVID, the war between Russia and Ukraine. What we should be doing, Jim, is buying because basically th this stock is giving us a Black Friday moment where we can get it for 50% lower. You know, I mean, how many things are deflationary these days? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean wouldn't, wouldn't you buy your Porsche if it was suddenly 50% off? I think so. I don't think I'd fit. <laughs> so, you know, why not buy the stock when it's 50% off? Right. I remember to this day, the very first portfolio I ever started was in 1993. It was a stock portfolio because leaps didn't exist. Well, I still have that new portfolio in my newsletter 30 years later. It started with 15,000 
1993, it has grown to 265,000 in the 30 years. And I didn't even bother to figure in the dividends for about the first 10 years. And the very first stock I ever picked for my portfolio was IBM. Why? Because I read, a, I didn't know much 30 years ago. I, I've learned a lot in 30 years. I read in Barron's and it said, IBM stock is selling at $40 a share, which is the lowest price in 25 years. Jeez. And I'm thinking to myself, who in their right mind would sell IBM at the price that is the, the lowest in 40 years, uh, 25 years? They would have had to buy it more than 25 years ago to be selling it at a profit. I said, the only logical thing to do with a quality company like IBM is to buy more at the lowest price in 25 years. Yep. Well, 25 years later, the 1500 I started that stock with in my model portfolio is now worth about $38,000 on the stock alone, not the leap, the stock. Right. You know? So, you know, I... I've seen it over and over and over. It's very hard to kill a stock. I've never had anybody have a company go bankrupt that they owned a leap on. Now, well, I take that back because every now and then I tell people buy a risky one like Credit Suisse at one point I told them to buy. And that one kind of went into never, never land. But I, on one like that, I might tell you buy one contract for $150 and shoot for the moon, you know, or something. Mm -hmm. I would never have you put in a large sum of money. So consistently, I play with about the same 25 to 50 great options. Great ones are Tesla, Microsoft, AMD, NVIDIA, you know, the, the cream of the crop. Mm -hmm. And here's the other thing to think about. There's basically 6,500 stocks that trade in the in the United States. There's only 500 that have leaps. So right off the bat, if you're just looking for leaps, you are immediately picking the top five, ten percent of all stocks out there to begin with, you know. And you're not going to get stuck with some lemon, you know. And again, if you see one that you think is really shitty. You can play puts on it, you know? I've learned a lot. Like, And what I'll recommend to people now is I say, I look at each individual stock. I don't take a broad view of the market. So if you wind up buying 10 leaps from with me helping you, you might wind up with seven calls and three puts. Because like right now, I have Disney as a put in one of my portfolios and it's making good money. Now, once I see something miraculous happen, like I see two or three months of the put going down, I'll switch it to a call. I might lose a few profits doing that, but I've made profits during the bear period on that leap. And so, you know, it, it, it's the perfect way. And I tell people, I said, think about this. You think Fidelity Magellan can suddenly switch from puts to calls on $30 million of stock, you know, no, they can't. So you're, you might think the big boys have all the advantages, but guess what? The big boys are on a battleship 
and you're on a speedboat, guess what? It's a lot easier to turn a speedboat around than it is a battleship yeah, and head the other direction. I can switch somebody from a call to a put in maybe five minutes, you know? Because <laughs> it, it, it's easy. All you got to do is, you know, you sell the one, the money's immediately available, and you immediately turn around and buy the other. So you, you might sell the put and buy the call or sell the call and buy the put, right? And it's only going to cost you a, a, a cross transaction of a dollar th thirty per contract. So you could do that with ten contracts for thirteen dollars. Not too, not too bad. Right. Well, and I'll give you one one more. Let me just give one quick story of because I gave you the Bones McCoy example, mm -hmm. and I gave you the Mister Spock example. I had a guy who was a doctor, a PhD in psychology, and he was a therapist for a living. I find this ironical. He was the biggest worry ward I ever saw. He would live and die with what the stock market did every day. I I could never, I wound up giving him therapy. I found that ironical, you know, to try and shake him out. And I had made him, when the market was bullish, I had made him well over 500,000, you know. So you think he would have remembered that? No. Well, one day he tells me, one day the Dow Jones went down like 1,100 points. In one, and actually it went up 900 the next day. Okay. Well, he sends me an email saying, I sold everything I own and everything my girlfriend owned. On the worst possible day ever. Oh, this, well, his girlfriend, one of her stocks and or leaps was facebook at the time met and mm -hmm. now and she had put fifty eight thousand into facebook her leap had gone from twenty dollars when she originally bought it down to two dollars they can do that they can go down 90 percent. well i have bear buy and super bear buy strategies that conserve your cash so she never ran out of money so I had sent him, because he was doing the trading for her, because he didn't know nothing about it. And I, I said, you know, Jay, buy 20 more contracts for your girlfriend. Well, I, I get the email the next day, and he said, I sold everything. And his the girlfriend's 58000 had gone down to 18000 when he sold it. Oh, no. Well... I save everybody's old spreadsheets because I never know it might do me. I love, you know, compiling data and statistics. I happened to stumble upon it like a year later. And I said, I'm curious. I wonder how her Facebook has done over the last year. It was still open. It hadn't, you know, hadn't expired. Well, Jay should have listened to me because her Facebook leap had gone from $2 to $72 in a year. So if she had done nothing and just sat with the spreadsheet in front of her eyes, her 18,000 would have grown to 382,000 in one year. Wow. I've seen that over and over. So I felt so bad for his girlfriend to have a stupid boyfriend like she had, who doesn't know a damn thing about investing and thinks he knows more than me with 30 years experience. I mean, I probably spent 30 or 40 hours trying to reach him 
and convince them of what the stock market does in real life and that you don't worry about these drops occasionally because they'll be exceeded by the gains later on. But I couldn't reach them. You know, there's just certain people you can't reach. And, you know, I, I felt so bad for her, you know, that he, you know. Are they married now? No, they're still. He's still living in Albany, too. You know, yeah. <laughs> I told him, I said, if you were doing AIM, you wouldn't have to live in Albany. Yeah. Who the hell wants to live there? I mean, you know, I mean, the first thing I always used to tell a lot of my investors, because a lot of them are thinking, you know, they're going to retire in a few years. Yeah. If I find out they live in California and New York, I said, the first thing I can do to help you make more AIM profits is have you move to Nevada, Texas, or Florida, where there's no income tax. Yeah. yeah. There's eight well, states with no income tax, so that plus the weather's a hell of a lot better than Albany. Albany weather sucks. <laughs> We're in Michigan, so our our weather's well, not. You great. got my deepest sympathy. I had to spend a year in Michigan one time. You you, you ever been down to Warren, Michigan, just yeah. north of Detroit? Mm -hmm. Of course. I worked at the Tank Automotive Command there for a couple of years, and it was funny. I had just gotten a fiance visa for my wife future wife who lived in the Philippines. So always wanted to come to America. Well, next thing you know, we arrive in Detroit about December. De Michigan had the coldest winter in since the turn of the century in 1983 when I was there. One day I'm I lived in a house with an unheated garage, you know. Well, my old car started when I went, you know, to drive to work, picked up uh, my co-worker. We got about halfway there. My car died going across railroad tracks. <laughs> oh, no. And it wouldn't start again. So we started walking the last mile to the Tank Automotive Command. I thought I was going to die. The temperature was minus 10 degrees. The wind chill was minus 50. Yeah. I've never had that level of cold in my life. And I didn't <laughs> see it again. It feels like every day. <laughs> so. And, and, and my, my buddy, my good buddy, Don, was a lifelong Michiganian, you know, and he, he, he'd always be coming in cheerfully saying, say yes to Michigan. And I'm going, Don, I'm going to say no to Michigan as quickly as I can. Yeah. And well, say, so Jeff, uh, so you've been a yeah, wealth of knowledge. Questions. I'm, I'm taking too much of your time, I'm sure. No, I say you, you've answered quite a bit of stuff just instantly. Um, let's say the other, the only question I guess that we have kind of left is what is your best advice in life, whether it's your business, whether it's life, that you would give anybody that's out there? What I would give anybody out there is, the foundation for a successful life lies finding the perfect investing method for you. And you have to faithfully follow it up and down, regardless of it. You know, you get a little discouraged at times because, you know, if investments only went up, we would have no workers. Everybody would just invest. So what I tell people is long-term there's so many great ways to invest that you don't have to ever, you know, learn them all. 
All you need to find is one or two methods of investing that work for you, that are comfortable for you, fit in with your lifestyle, and and it will not only will it make you the money, you'll become very popular with your friends when you teach them because they're, they're going to thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Charlie. I never would have known about this if you hadn't told me, you know? So that's what I feel so good about. And I tell, I always encourage all my investors, share it with your kids and grandkids, family and friends, everybody. And, you know, if Are they you, want me, you know, it might lead to more business for me, but it'll definitely leave, lead to more profits for them. Are you still taking on more clients then? Yes, I am. Okay. I, you know, I, What's... I don't have any, you know, I keep, I, I used to write in my book, I said at one point, I said, you know, so to give you an idea, I try and appeal to everybody. I have a really cheap lean A method for somebody who's only got a thousand or 2000 to invest. But if you look at my newsletter, I have a portfolio. I was trying to reach out to the wealthy people of the world. So I started a portfolio with $20 million and 10 leaps. And you'd be amazed how many contracts you can buy with when you start with two or 3 million in leaps, you know, and cash. So I was able to put in ones like Tesla, Amazon, Goldman Sachs, ones that most people can't even afford. And in four years, that portfolio has grown 69%. So it started with like 23 million. I believe it's up to 59 million in four years sure. in this current market, which isn't that good, you know? So, so if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Oh, the easiest way, is, and I give away two free books. One is my original book called I Guarantee You Will Buy Low, Sell High, and Make Money. And the other one is 50, about one page tips that I used to, I used to put an aim tip of the month in my newsletter. I still do. And I have about 50 of them and I compiled them into a book that's not published, but I'll give both of those away for free. And the easy way to remember me is my website is jjjinvesting.com. And my email, very simple, is Jeff, J-E-F-F, -F, at jjjinvesting.biz, B-I-Z. All you have to do is tell me, send, send you know, your free books. I'll send them, get them started. And I have some other good stuff to show them. I'll send them my lean name article. It's a five-minute read, you know, on, on, on investing. And everybody is welcome to call me. I'm a glutton for punishment. Okay. They can call me. I love to, as you can tell, I love talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> you can't shut me up is basically the problem most people find with me because I have a little bit of Asperger's in me. So I think what that did for me, it, which was good because it did a lot of bad for me too. You know, I had a hard time dating when you don't have social skills, I can tell you. And what I found is I am basically a savant on AIM investing. There's nobody in the world who knows more about AIM investing than I do. And there's very few other people who even do it, you know? Yeah. Nobody else is teaching it. I've When people used to ask me, 
oh, how's your competition doing? And I go, I don't have any competition. Nobody else does this, you know? And sh show you how get... I, I find it amazing, you know? Uh, so I love helping people with it. I'm going to keep doing it as long as I stay in good health. But I want to, you know, and get this. I had, I gave a course. I've created a course. There's a great app company called Miracy. If you ever want to develop a course, they are the people to go to. I could send you information on that. Wonderful people. They even assign you a coach. Well, in four months, I created a six-hour course based on my books and other information. I held two sessions on three-hour sessions on August 26th and 27th. I managed to sign up 23 people for that course, and each of them paid me $495. So I, I, I made like $11,000 from teaching that course, and they were all very grateful. Plus, I've already had two of them sign up as clients. That's great. So, uh, you know, I, and I, I've received many compliments. You and know? that's Miracy? Yeah, M-I-R-A-S-E-E. -E. Dot, go to miracy.com and get this the course is incredible okay yep. it's very well organized and get this here here was my cost for for an eight-month course you know with tons of lessons a coach i had to pay five hundred dollars for the course and then they ask you to voluntarily pay something every month for six months Minimum of $10. So I paid the $10. I didn't have the money at the time. Well, my coach, Wendy, liked what I did so much. She's signing up as a client. That's a good compliment. That's and great. And she huh? told me I was by far the outstanding student that she coached for the first session. And she probably had 50 or 100 people she's coaching. So, you know, if it wasn't for her help, I never would have done it because I panicked over the technology required. But thanks to her patience and putting up with me, I conquered that, was able to get good with the technology. And then luckily for me, I have a partner who's tech savvy. And not only do we teach the course for the six hours, we compile six one-hour videos and they're all on YouTube. And we're going to sell that at some point. There you go. And they came out perfect because I watched them. <laughs> good. So, wow. you know, it, it was a great success. I really felt good about it. And, it, and it's funny. I don't know if you can see this. Here's another great book I would recommend. I'll tell you the name of it in a minute. But you can see here, it's called So Good They Call You a Fake. When I tell people I've made them $10 million with no shoes and no shirt, they basically think I'm a fake. Yeah. How could you do that in your sunroom? You don't have any staff. You don't have anybody else. So he said, basically, you almost, you know, you're going to love. He said the, the most successful people who run courses have lots of critics who say that's impossible. Nobody could do it, it you know, whatever. Well, you come into my sunroom, I'll show you 30 years of proof that what I do is absolutely correct, works, 
and has made people over $10 million. That's yeah. great. And it will keep making them the money as long as they keep doing it. So you should think about signing up for it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Say. I'm, I'm going to look into it. I wrote down a bunch of notes. You gave a wealth of knowledge. Um, I say my tap water tonight was great. David, how were your beers? Loved them both. I say. Shout out to New Holland. <laughs> say, that's good. Jeff, we hope you had a good time. Stick around with us for just a couple seconds. Uh, sure. Everybody, again, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. We hope you got a wealth of knowledge. Uh, we're going to link all Jeff's information in the in the notes. In the show notes, yep. Get hold and, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah, and, and let me know if you make a link of this. You know, I'd love to see it again. You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these stuff. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews. Bucks and brews.